0: And I don't care if lower back Becky's on the top bunk. She can deal. (laughs) Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates bachelorette party themed crimes.
1: Hey, per request of the (laughs) queen bee herself.
0: I'm so excited. Hello. Hello. Hi, Griff. What's happening? What's new?
1: Oh, not much. What I realized, though, <laughs> by when this when this episode comes out, I will have seen you in L.A. and specifically at your show <sighs> in L.A.
0: Yes. Trauma Blonding at Dynasty Typewriter, June
1: 23rd, 24th. Yes. Yeah. Because this episode comes out on June 27th. So let me just say uh, great show. I am so sad. That <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you tripped on stage and your boob fell out like that was crazy.
0: I'm not sorry. That's the big finale
1: it was planned no all all is good over here um i'm excited for this crime it is thick but how how are things with you what's what's new with you
0: life is good i'm feeling like myself today which feels good and i'm happy and i'm centered and i'm ready for this crime
1: yeah you seem all of those things happy centered and that's it's it's tangible at least on a screen Mm. i'm sure in person alex is like
0: (laughs) this bitch hasn't showered in months
1: (laughs) she's currently still in her cat house
0: she's smiling but she is winnie the Poohing it around the house in a in a big old (laughs) t-shirt and no underwear
1: (laughs) yay that sounds amazing no i'm just kidding (laughs) all right shall we dig into this uh you know you had asked for a bachelorette crime. A few people submitted theirs, and we, I, have selected one. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a part one and part 2 and so yeah. we're going to, just as a wedding gift to you, for our listeners, this is going to be a slightly longer episode. It's not going to be two hours long, which, girl, some ep- some podcast episodes are like an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, and they're that's, teach their own, but. I I lose focus. I don't know.
0: It's a long time to be sitting under a blanket next to your cat tree. Yeah.
1: How do they do it? (laughs) (laughs) No, this (laughs) one will clock just a little bit longer than our normal episodes, but it'll be worth it because our baby asked for something and we're just, we're, we're going to give it to her. Yay. All right. This was submitted by, we're going to call her Annie. Cool. Occurred, uh, I don't think they specified when it occurred, so we'll... Uh, we'll just assume whatever. it was 1654. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was before <laughs> any rights, <laughs> which explains a lot of the crime, I guess. Oh. Those... <laughs> I don't know, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Those involved the submitter and Lillian, who is the bride, the bachelorette, and her bachelorette party. Got but it.
0: Obviously. Annie, submitter, Lillian, the bride.
1: Exactly. And her gaggle of gals. I shall begin. Hi, Griffin Kira. Long time listener, first time submitter, emailer. (laughs) I don't know. That intro sounded better in my head. Starting off a bit criminal and kooky myself today by attempting to use that line at all. Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) I'm obsessed.
1: (laughs) Obsessed. She's real fun. I love your podcast and both of you. I didn't think I had any crimes worth submitting until I saw Kira's request a bachelorette party crime and well I couldn't resist Ooh. and she's an influencer y'all I attended a bachelorette party where multiple petty crimes occurred but there are two main crimes that I can't stop thinking about it makes for a good story though
0: damn
1: damn <laughs> if you can only share one crime I understand but as both of them were committed by the same person hopefully it can be somewhat of a double feature if you share it
0: spoiler it is a double feature, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> let people know up front what they're getting into, yeah no, it, it ties in nicely it's uh she did she did a great job setting this in, so she says it's an in quotes interesting set of crimes, as Griff would say. I'll change mm-hmm. all of the names, although I do love when you choose names, so if you feel like you have naming ideas that feel better based on the situation, overrule me.
0: Did you keep her names?
1: I did not. <laughs> so she
0: accepted the invitation to overrule
1: i did she had used uh names from mean girls and she gave explanation but i chose to use names from bridesmaids because because you i mean come on
0: i think you guys had a nice collaboration there
1: yeah we got to where it's meant to be you can call me annie This crime occurred at a bachelorette party for my friend Lillian. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to include the location because it would be too identifying, but let's just say we drank a lot of wine during this bachelorette weekend.
0: Ooh, parlez-vous français?
1: Yeah, it's either France or (laughs) Northern California. Or a Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah, or a Trader Joe's. I go to Walmart for my wine. Do you? Mm Mm-hmm. TJ's, baby.
0: Got to recommend it.
1: There was a rumor about TJ's wine having stuff in it. One we don't have time. We have to move on. on. First crime. We'll start. (laughs) We rented a house with a beautiful view that was marketed as being able to sleep twelve. So with a total of eight, we anticipated no issues with the sleeping arrangements. Yep. On the Mm -hmm. way there, I rode with Lillian and another girl named Becca. Again, Lillian is the bride-to-be. Becca's just another girl. Right. But she's part of this. Yeah. In the car, Becca asked Lillian if she had pre-assigned the beds. Lillian said that she hadn't and figured that we would figure it out when we got there. Becca mentioned that she had pre-assigned sleeping spots for her bachelorette party to avoid any drama, but that hopefully we'd be okay. Hmm.
0: I can say hmm. I did do bed assignments. For my bachelorette. Okay. Because I just thought, rather than a bunch of people being like, no, I I can totally sleep on my, no, you, no, 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 I can, no, don't even worry. I just, I was like, nah, I'll share a bed with my sister because I know her. You two will share a room because you know each other. You get your own room because you planned this whole thing, Mary. (laughs) Like you're over here. And then Sean, love you so much you're sleeping on the couch and we're dragging it into my bedroom. (laughs) And that was like, that was my plan. And it, it did maybe, it was maybe helpful, but I can understand. The house sleeps 12. There are only eight of them. She was just being chill.
1: Work. Okay. so Perfect. You, you, you're experienced in this forte. I love that you brought the couch into the room. That's a really nice, like, that's a nice touch.
0: Only when I realized it was right next to the refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, And Sean was like, it's fine. I don't care. I mean, you know, Sean. And he was like, it doesn't yes. matter. I'm like, Sean, no, it's coming in my room.
1: Oh, oh, oh my God. Like, I, I get it. Now <laughs> the couch was right by the fridge. I'm getting it. Oh, Sean is such a cutie. If there are any. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. We ended up. So we ended up arriving last to the house as the trio. So we had to take what was left of the beds. Lillian obviously got the master suite with the king bed. Mm hmm right? Yes. What was left Surprise. for
0: Becca? She got it to herself, but sure.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. What was left for Becca and me was either the top bunk of a set of double sized bunk beds <laughs> or the lofted bedroom nook above it that had two child sized cots. <laughs> and she, she does say quickly, if I've learned anything from this experience, it's to stock what the actual beds and bedrooms look like and not trust the Airbnb marketing. Because technically Sleeps 12 is Sleeps 12. It doesn't yeah, say right. like two of them are child-sized cots.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: Right, 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 right. Since the cots likely wouldn't hold us, the only option left was the top bunk. This bunk was very high off the ground, but it was a double bed, so we were fine with squeezing in together.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Somebody should be in the king-sized bed with the bride. These are all mm-hmm. her best friends, so anybody would be comfortable in the bed with her.
1: I do. Th- they did factor that in. I think you'll see where they're like, well, yeah, we'll we'll see. Okay, okay, okay. Also, it's funny because they said the bunk beds are super high. As a kid, you it's like skiing as a kid. You don't have these like, oh, we're fragile, like be careful, mm-hmm. like, ten, like hesitations. So my question was like, is it actually super high or are you just an adult realizing like, oh, I could fall the hell off of this.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Right? Are they really super high bunk beds or are they just bunk beds?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Overall, we weren't super excited about sleeping in the top bunk since we both unfortunately have pretty significant lower back problems. Oh. I'm not (laughs) laughing. It's just like, yeah, we're adults trying to like be kids again. Yep. Plus, a bunk bed definitely wasn't ideal after days of drinking wine. Hmm. Because you have to pee a lot in the night.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like climbing up the ladder.
1: Drunk. Oh, well. yeah. I guess both things. (laughs) Yeah, literally. There's no good situation for bunk beds as an adult. (laughs) We decided that one of us would sleep in the king bed with Lillian. Perfect. Which she didn't mind. Exactly. Which she didn't mind. The plan, though, was always for her to share with someone. They just hadn't figured out who.
0: And you know what? I apologize for judging earlier. Lillian, you're great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't apologize. (laughs) (laughs) this left the other one of the two of us to take the bunk solo swapping places the following night so that neither of us were stuck with the bunk situation every night great right (laughs) there's a theme with this this whole situation which you hinted at earlier which is so funny becca the other woman was a little more upset about it than i was even at this kind of agreement she was and we continued to try to think of other solutions for sleeping arrangements Eventually, we brought it up to the girl who had taken the bottom bunk, let's call her Helen, and we weren't, mm. that we weren't super excited about climbing, and she offered to take the top bunk. We, we still felt bad about making Helen climb too, so we suggested that maybe she sleep with Lillian in the king bed, and we would then squeeze into the bottom bunk together. Helen said oh, she didn't really mind. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Helen said she didn't really mind. We ended up deciding to just enjoy our first night on the trip and deal with it when bedtime came around. Okay. Yeah. What are your thoughts so far?
0: Uh, The girls be girlin'. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Perfect. Perfectly said. (laughs) Later that night, we were having a great time. But at a certain point, we realized that we hadn't seen Helen in a while. We realized after another hour or so that she was not downstairs with the group. So we went upstairs and we found Helen sleeping on the bottom bunk. She never said goodnight to anyone and didn't bring up the sleeping arrangements that we were meant to figure out up to Becca and me just before going to bed. She just went to bed. Becca, who was clearly a little more sensitive, was livid. Because this left us to figure out what to do for the night. I e could three of us squeeze into the king bed? Would someone take the couch? Now one of us would have to climb, etc.
0: I this is okay. This is tricky because I don't know how severe everyone's lower back problems are. <laughs> I, I think, think I'm I might not be appreciating, but I, I'm kind of like, can somebody just climb up there? It's it's like right, literally no. like a double bed.
1: Yep, I think you're picking up on what's meant to be picked up on. I don't think okay, okay. I'm assuming that they're not like you know, like I have a neck problem, right? Like I, am a 30 year old man. I'm not fucking 20 anymore. When I sleep on shitty pillows and shitty beds, I have a, I get like a neck kink that is not ideal by any means, but it's not like, like a awful world ending thing. Mm -hmm, I think. mm -hmm. And again, like we're just coloring between the lines. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. Okay. They're just fucking adults with like non-child backs. (laughs) Yep. And sorry if you actually do have something more serious, but like you didn't say. And you didn't explain
0: it And and so we don't know
1: (laughs) We don't know And we simply have to move on (laughs) During this discussion Lillian also disappeared And when we found her She herself had climbed up on the top bunk And passed out This was a plus for Becca and me Because this left the king size bed free for both of us But we were really upset that Lillian At her own bachelorette party Ended up in the top bunk Instead of her king bed in the suite we brought it up to Lillian the next day and apologized if we made her feel like she needed to do that. But she, which reminds me of someone, multiple times said that she truly did not care, but we insisted that we get her the king bed the next night, that night. hmm So she's maybe probably like, well, what do you think about Lillian going up into the top bunk?
0: I think she really doesn't care.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Which is, I would be me.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I think she picked up on the energy, the chaotic yeah. energy of like, no, I don't care, but I do have an opinion, but no, I don't really care. But I'd rather, you know, and she was like, I'm gonna solve this.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I love a top bunk.
1: Me too. I'm like <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also, I'm not mad at Helen. I don't know. Helen had some wine and she, she passed out in a bed. I don't care.
1: Okay, cool. Oh, good. We're rounding home on crime part one. Okay. So we made sure to ask Helen to sleep in the king bed with Lillian the next night so Mm -hmm. we wouldn't run into the same issue. And she Mm. said she was fine with that. Well, don't you know that she pulled the same shit the next night? She went to sleep without telling anyone, and she passed out once again in the bottom bunk. Mm. I was going to just deal with it, but before I climbed up into the top bunk, Lillian scampered up, climbed up there, and refused to move. Because she said she didn't care and she started yelling at me to sleep in the king bed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we now felt it's really awful. starting
0: to remind me of somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And these you know, obviously they're like a little wine drunk and like Yeah, yeah. It's funny where the like the fusion of the situation becomes kind of like a situation in itself because it's like yep. stop being annoying everyone. We felt awful, but we ended up doing what she said because she's the bride yelling at us. Sure. So, when Becca and I woke up, we decided that we could not let this happen for a third night, and we would move Helen's things into the primary suite if we had to. The bedroom drama stopped after that night, but that does lead me into crime number two.
0: Okay. So, on the third night, Helen went and slept in the king-size bed with Lillian. Is that right?
1: That is not right. That is part of crime number two. The situation, (sighs) there wasn't an issue, but crime two... The solution to that issue is what is crime number two?
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Quick. Quick thought before number two.
1: Yeah. Sure. And quickly, would you like to do the uh, guilty or non guilties for crime one, or would you rather bucket them together because they're a handful?
0: Um. I'll defer to you.
1: Okay. Let's hear your thought, and then let's do the uh, guilty or non guilties for part one. Boom.
0: My thought is switching around the beds every night in an effort to accommodate each other the most. <laughs> is chaos yeah. and unnecessary and you're also all drinking wine and being sweaty. Why do you all want to sleep in each other's beds?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally, Like, but I'm I guess not if into, it's like... That's
0: the only part of this I'm really judgmental about. I'm like, everybody pick a bed and stay there. And I don't care if lower back Becky's on the top bunk, she can <laughs> deal... <laughs>
1: Lower back Becky on the top bunk, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. That might be our first petty crime single. (laughs) Lower back Becky
0: on the top bunk, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Ben, can you produce that, please? All right, let's take it. Great. I'm glad you have thoughts and feelings. This is perfect timing. Let's go through. We can go quickly because there are a handful of the verdict questions for part one. Okay. 1A. Is the group at large, Kira... Guilty for not pre-assigning beds before arriving.
0: Nah, it's not a big deal. Okay. I, okay. I mean, it seems like it would have helped them. Or yeah. if Lillian, once they all got there, could have been like, okay, so you'll go here, you'll go here, you'll go here, you'll go here. Is that work for everybody? And you'll be, you'll be sharing a bed with me. Like, it kind of just
1: helps the group. Got it. So if, like, the pre-assignment, not guilty, but it would have behooved them to, like, m- as soon as the group's together, be like, this is the plan.
0: Yeah, and, and take the yep. lead on it.
1: Yep, which they did not do. Okay, I am I lean more towards guilty for both, but who cares about me? <laughs> 1B, is the group guilty for even allowing Lillian the option of sharing a bed with someone else, even if it's king-sized, which I wrote myself?
0: Oh, no, not at all. She's not a princess. Okay. And also, the she's close with literally every person, so her sharing yeah. a bed with somebody just makes sense.
1: I bet there are, I mean, selling sunsets, an example of this last season or this, this latest season. I bet there's a few bachelorettes in our petty crime criminals experiences that have been like, nah, I'm gonna get the bed to myself. I'm the bachelorette.
0: I guess so. But I don't know. It's kind of like you're there to like snuggle with your friends. Like, I mean, I can say <laughs> on my bachelorette, such a- like I, the first night I insisted on dragging Sean's couch into my bedroom, which the room mm-hmm. that I was sharing with my sister and Sean and then the second night when we like really went out, I didn't even <laughs> sleep in that bed. I climbed in bed with my friend Mary and cuddled with her.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's so nice.
0: It was. okay. A...
1: <laughs> Love that. All right. Let's tick through these last ones pretty quickly. Were Annie and Becca guilty for expressing hesitation over not wanting to sleep on the top bunk?
0: No, it sounds like they had a feeling about it and they tried to find a solution.
1: Yep. Okay. Was Helen guilty for going to sleep without telling anyone on that first night in the bed she offered to Annie and Becca? And I guess both nights.
0: No, it sounds like they didn't really close the loop and she kind of just Irish yep. exited. I'm like, I don't really see it as a big deal.
1: Yeah, totally. It is the like cost of not having a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And when I know when I'm drunk, or, which I rarely get these days, but like when I need to go to bed, I put myself to bed and I would just like, I need it kind of more immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: All right. And then last one for this one was Lillian guilty for selflessly taking the worst of the sleeping arrangements on both nights. So taking the bullet for the group as the bride.
0: No, it sounds like she was drunk and she's an easy sleeper.
1: Mm -hmm. And she
0: was like, I don't give a hoot. I'm going on this bunk bed.
1: Yep. Yeah, she sounds like a she sounds like a champ. She sounds like my good friend Kira. (laughs) because we've talked about that like you're the when I've used this word you're the nucleus of this group sometimes you have to step out of the like attention and be like oh I've got to I've got to solve this problem myself because mm-hmm. people are not going to argue with the the bachelorette
0: at least you know? like when there's um I can't think of the word but sometimes providing just a little bit of clarity can just help everything even if the plan you come up with isn't the best plan just have a plan
1: like a framework yeah for yeah, sure.
0: like bride's going on the top bunk. Even if somebody thinks that's stupid, just put your foot down and be like, that's where I'm sleeping.
1: Totally. Yep. I hear that energy. All right. Crime number 2. Let's let's transition. I'm and ready. And she says, "I thought it was significant to present both crimes in order for you two to adequately put forth your rulings because we all felt that crime number 2 was way worse than crime number 1, but I'll let you <gasps> two decide." Ooh. She's like, I'll try to keep it short, but I'm not sure if that's possible. If you can't tell, I'm a talker. <laughs> <laughs> I love our listeners. Okay. Prior to the trip, as a group, we decided it would be a fun idea to get a special gift for Lillian. Sweet. We decided to have a private chef come to the house one night to cook us dinner as the gift.
0: Aww. I love that. My private chef was my friend Aaron Farrington, who's been on this podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. She's a good cook, though, right? You've said that.
0: Her family has a restaurant. She's an incredible cook. I've been friends oh. with Erin for years, and she always cooks on group trips because she's amazing at it and good at it and loves it. On my bachelorette, I could tell that people were, like, startled. Not startled, but they were like, oh, <laughs> she's going to be cooking all of our meals. And I'm like, yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. Right,
1: Erin? Never mind, she can hear me. She's like, I hear it. That makes sense though, because it's like, yeah, I mean, totally. I hear that. Love Aaron makes total sense. So like a chef is a nice treat.
0: Aaron, (laughs) tell tell me tell the listeners how you felt about cooking all the meals on The Bachelorette. I liked it. If you guys are listening and you can't see this, um, she's holding a gun to my head. <laughs> I love this stuff. It's so cool and good. <laughs> and she's gone.
1: She's so fucking funny. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay, so private chefs come to the house one night to cook his dinner. Lillian's soon-to-be sister-in-law, let's call her Megan, which is Melissa McCarthy's character in the show on the movie. Fantastic. Maybe. Sent us all the menu with the levels of pricing so that we could choose great food that we were all comfortable with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Helen, Helen, sleepy Helen, let us know that she was allergic to shellfish. So to be safe, we decided to stay away from it in general. Yeah. She said it was fine as long as she didn't eat it, but we were too ner- nervous to make the risk. Yeah. The pricing for the dinner went by the number of courses. The majority of the group wanted to do four courses, with the first first course being a cheese plate. Mm-hmm. Helen mentioned that she would rather do three courses to save some money. It's important to note three courses was only ten dollars less per person than four courses.
0: Oh, that is important to note. Um, yeah. Four courses. What it do you is. think
1: about that? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Defer to yep. the group. It's ten bucks.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Again, yeah, $10, bucks. we are not like saying money's not important, but like, again, with these bachelor or bachelorette weekends, you're spending a lot. So it is kind of like a, uh, what's $10 at this point?
0: And that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, I, I think you girls are in Napa. You're hiring a private chef. It, I think $10 sounds like it's a grain of rice in a risotto.
1: <laughs> oh, I love risotto. <laughs> exactly. So this was a present and a surprise for Lillian. So we all really wanted to go with the four courses, but we presented Helen with two options. Option one, the rest of us offered to pay for part of Helen's portion so that we could do the four courses.
0: Got it. So one dollar and seventy five cents each.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that's Option two. That is nice. But you're right. Like it's worth spelling out. And they do this in a second. Like it's worth spelling out the cost. Option two, we also suggested that we could only do the three courses from the chef and that Becca and I would bring supplies for a cheese. Oh my God, I didn't see this. She called it charcuterie board. Um, Yay. She's a listener. And make it ourselves since we like to do that anyway. So like Mm a DIY moment that should be, should save some money. Yeah, yeah. But they did point out that if it was about money, Helen, it would probably cost us all more to buy all of the supplies than to pay $10 each for it to be provided. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Helen said that she could pay the extra $10. It's fine. But that she just thought that a cheese plate wasn't really necessary. Sure. I think that's criminal. I fucking love a cheese plate.
0: Oh, me, I, but, I, me too. But maybe she doesn't really like cheese that much or something.
1: Ah, uh, bottom.
0: Because I'm guessing it's that and not the 10 bucks.
1: Yeah. Ugh, who knows with Helen? Ultimately, we decided to go with the four (laughs) courses. So (laughs) while on the trip and on the day before the chef's dinner, Lillian told us that Helen would be leaving the trip early and would not be staying for the last night with the dinner. Oh, we were all a little confused because the night she was planning on missing was the night we were having the chef's dinner for which she had many opinions about the menu. Lillian said that. Yeah. Funny. Quirky. Lillian said that Helen had to work on Monday, so we understood. We also figured maybe she was going to leave after dinner and would still be there for the chef's meal, but that she wasn't staying the night, which is why she had an opinion. Regardless, we couldn't understand why she wanted to be so involved in that dinner decision if she wasn't going to be eating. Hmm. And so we had to get to the bottom of it, which is girls be girlin'. Oop. Oop. So later that day, a few of us asked Helen to explain it to us. This I can't this is like such selling sunset and Palm Springs vibes like Mm -hmm. the producers feeding them alcohol and being like, oh, that's weird. She did that. You should go ask her about that.
0: No, we're just we're just curious. No, we're just we're wondering like it's really not a big deal. We just want to know like just because you did have like a bunch of opinions about dinner. So we just wanted to know. We're just curious. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, and she says, haven't been drinking throughout the day. Maybe the truth slipped out of Helen a little easier after a few glasses of wine. Ooh. Or maybe she just forgot. But she did confess to us in saying, Oh, yeah, I might have just lied to Lillian. <gasps> she told us that she didn't really have to work and that she just wanted to get home to see her daughter. Oh. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's kind of confusing, right? It's oh like, no. I'll continue. She realized that we would probably tell Lillian what she had said, so she confessed to Lillian before we even had time to tell her. Got it. Lillian, Lillian was pretty hurt by this, partly because of Helen's lie, but mostly because Lillian had been Helen's maid of honor, and she'd gone out of her way with her for her duties.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. In interesting context. During the same day, Helen also confessed to having some money problems. So like, the wine is clearly flowing. Yeah. And the producers are like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> After we asked about her going home early, she told us a story about a hospital bill. And she also mentioned that she was short on money because this past Christmas, she had bought her daughter a lot of really expensive gifts.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I w- <laughs> yeah. I would, we're rounding home on this one. I would absolutely never judge someone for not wanting to spend money on a bachelorette party or for just wanting to be more frugal in general. 100%. We are frugal poodles. That's, you know, we stand with yep. that. But these bachelorette parties have gone so out of control and are way too damn expensive, which is objective. But buying expensive Christmas presents for your child seems to be a choice. And we all felt that if money was an issue for her, she probably shouldn't have spent it on the trip at all. Mm. She could have celebrated with Lillian in some other much cheaper way. And she had also rejected our offer to help her pay for certain aspects of the weekend. We're hmm. yeah, getting a little judgy, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, it's tough. What en- yeah, what ended up happening was that Helen ended up leaving the morning before the chef's dinner, earlier than she had told any of us. Oh, wow. She didn't join in, in any of the day's festivities. She just up and left. Only plus side, this opened up the bottom bunk for me to sleep in. and that <laughs> And that is where the two crimes collide. Sorry this was so long, but I felt the details were relevant. Hopefully it all made sense. It's honestly too long for my ADHD brain to go back and reread fully, even though I wrote it. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, thank you. Cause I, I did, uh, let me know if you decide to share this. And even if you don't, I'd love to know your feelings about Helen XOXO, whatever we called her, Annie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was part two. There are fewer verdict questions with this. Any quick thoughts before we tick through four of them?
0: Ugh, it's so tough. Yeah. I mean, I opted to do a traditional bachelorette trip because I love trips. Yeah. I was dying to see my friends who live all over the place, and it was expensive, and I know that it was, and I know that the cost was a lot for some of my friends. I did pay for the Airbnb myself.
1: Oh, of course you did. Jesus. As a gift
0: to my friends. And I did pay for the like eight person SUV that I rented. And I drove us around all weekend so that we wouldn't oh. have to do lifts. And I paid for that myself. Okay. And,
1: and the rest was covered by your your group, right? Like they
0: And split it the up. rest was exactly. And they wouldn't like let me even in. There was like a, a group chat that they wouldn't even let me in.
1: And yeah, I know the yeah. trip
0: was expensive for everybody. I don't mm-hmm. doubt it for a second. But I think it was all, from my understanding, pretty copacetic. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough when you're in an expensive trip and you were maybe nickeling and diming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, it's tough on the money because I don't have the details and I don't want to judge anybody on that. Yep. I am more curious about this leaving early business and, and how that all shook out.
1: Yeah, for sure. I hear you on all of those points. Also, that's such a cure way of approaching a weekend like that. So nice of you to even do to absorb those two cost items. Like that's that's cool to me. But not I everyone think, thinks that I, way. Like
0: I think that should be more normal because it's like it's the bride's decision. So it's like I want to do this thing. I don't know. I don't know.
1: No, totally. I like. I don't. And I'm not going to be in that situation for a while. It seems, but. I fantasize about the day where it's, like, ugh, I would love to pay for, like, the flights for my friends to go to, like, some cool location, ah, totally. acknowledging that it's expensive, and I, I truly do one day expect to have some disposable income, a lot of it, honey, but, like, in that regard, it's, like, I want you to be there, so let me get you there, and then the rest y'all can figure out as just, like, the upward nicety yeah. in celebrating me, but some people genuinely don't, I mean, our wedding crime last week was kind of like that, like, ugh, It's just easy for things to snowball, especially without like framework. So let's get into these questions. Yep. 2A, is Helen guilty for not telling us that she knew that she was leaving and that she wouldn't be participating in the chef's dinner, given her involvement with it?
0: Based on the limited information we have, yeah.
1: Yeah. Precisely.
0: I think she might have gotten homesick and changed her plan halfway through the trip. But based on the info we have, yeah. She's guilty.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, I'm traveling without kids. So, like, the the draw, the draw to be back with them is not, I'm not familiar with. So, who's to say? But, well, mm-hmm. I guess we're to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who's to say? Right, we're to say.
1: Yeah, we're to say. Petty crimes. Is Helen guilty for lying about the reason why she had to leave early? For saying that she had to leave for work, but in reality, she just wanted to get back to her little, gross little kid. <laughs>
0: I don't know if guilty is the right word. I guess because to me saying you want to go see your daughter is just as valid as saying I have work. Yeah. So I kind of just, am like, you could have led with that truth in my opinion. And I I, would hope that no one would judge her for it. Cause to me, that's super valid.
1: I think I would have just led with the kid thing. I wouldn't have even, I'd be more inclined to judge you for not like taking a day off of work to celebrate this weekend than I would be for you needing to get back to your literal child. Like Mm -hmm. it just seems like if you were to like hyperbolize one or the other, I would just lead with the kid because it seems like people would push back less. Sure. So I I find her guilty for that just for that reason. But again, who cares? So the kind of big kahuna is Helen guilty for leaving the bachelorette party early.
0: Even earlier than she said she would.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Sounds like she missed her kid and she wanted to go
1: hmm uh, <laughs> Keep in mind, she was, like, bottom bunk Becca or whatever we called her and, like, the chef's thing. She, like, was, you know, yeah. if she was feeling a certain type of way, she wasn't, like, swallowing it just for, like, the group's energy. She did kind of, like, cause some chaos.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm stirring the pot here, everyone. I know. I know.
0: Griff wants me to say that she's guilty.
1: I actually don't know what I want you to say. I think <laughs> I think it's like I think if she, I I will I'll say I'll maybe help I'll say guilty because she just didn't lead with the truth. I think she was if she was like, hey Kira, I thank you for inviting me to Miami. I will I can commit to X days. I have to miss this one because mm. I really want to get back to my kid. It just seems like I'd have been like okay. She just seemed to kind of like hold things in her that weren't truthful and lead with that. And yeah. so it just became what should have been streamlined and pretty reasonable given where bachelorette parties are these days, expense-wise, travel-wise. It just seems seems like she like made she created chaos that was unnecessary.
0: I know. I guess just like hot off the heels of my bachelorette, I just know how like co- unexpected costs do pile up each and every day. Like, yeah. oh, we should do this thing today or like in the case of my bachelorette party, we were all on a boat And my friends were like, we need more tequila. And we were on a boat in the middle of the ocean. So my (laughs) friends, Kate, Sean and Aaron swam to a sandbar where there was a boat bar. And were like, can you sell us a bottle of tequila? And the boat bar was like, legally, no, but we will for 120 bucks. And my three drunk friends were like, hell yeah, we'll take it. And then they got a little dinghy ride back to our boat with this. And then, and then we're in the car after the boat and they're like, and everybody's like, all right, let's all Venmo 1750 for this bottle of tequila. It's like these things come up. So, like, I don't know what Helen's experience was of the weekend. If it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God, each and every day that I'm here, I'm spending two hundred dollars. I did not I plan for I got to yep. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I have no idea.
1: That's such a that's such a fact. Like, you do have like a general budget going into the weekend. But then especially because you, you know, drink or you have some indulgences, you get like more like go with the flow, which is dope for a lot of people because some people just need to like do that for a weekend. Yeah. But then that like that leads you into doors of unexpected costs that, you know, And we say like, yeah, what's $10 for the like fourth course? But like that times five across three days mm. adds up. So, you're, yeah. So, you're right so guilty or not guilty for uh for leaving
0: <laughs> you are like, <laughs> like stop stalling with personal anecdotes
1: <laughs> yeah no i'm a professional at this now
0: Ooh, okay i think she is guilty for leaving early in the morning and not making the effort to like at least make it through the day's activities i guess yeah i say yep. with like mm, mm, eh energy yeah because i don't, sure. I don't that's really how know I
1: feel. yeah that's how i feel too Nice and eh, guilty.
0: Yeah, Eh, she's guilty. Work.
1: (laughs) Well, that was (laughs) she's guilty. Well, that was that was a big one, but that was I I liked it, and we got to hear a little bit about your weekend, which was dope. That sandbar story was is awesome. I can see your friends doing that. They're so great.
0: They're they're absolute wildcats, and they come back with this bottle of tequila, which somehow came with chicken tenders.
1: Oh shit! What an additive. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it was because the tequila was a gift, and they had bought the chicken tenders for one hundred and twenty dollars. One hundred
1: twenty dollars—that's exactly it. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. We had a, uh, we had st- we had things when I worked at the nightclub so- serving alcohol, but right after quarantine, we had some kind of policy like that where it's like mm. if you want bottle service, you have to just like we were literally serving chicken tenders. You have to like pay whatever we marked up the bottle for yep. on the chicken tenders, and then we'd bring the bottle as like, oh my god. Love that. Sounds like you had a blast.
0: I I had the time of my life.
1: Attention, petty criminals. Sponsor alert. We are once again teaming up with Hello Adorn for all of your jewelry needs. Woohoo! Summer is officially here and we're giving you looks that you can put on, you can leave on, you can swim in, sweat in, whatever you want to do in it. Hello Adorn's jewelry is designed and handmade in the U.S. using high quality materials that are meant to last. Never plated, hypoallergenic, and life roof.
0: Hello Adorn has fast shipping, easy 30-day returns and exchanges, and free shipping on orders over 75 bucks. We are big Hello Adorn fans. Shop helloadorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's helloadorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you. Hello Adorn presents Jewelry and Stuff. In this podcast, hosts and insiders, low and rich, talk jewelry and basically everything else. From behind the scenes in the Hello Adorn studio, they get into the how the jewelry is inspired and made, as well as all of the in-studio drama. Plus, they're joined by guests they're obsessed with, including me. They laugh, they cry, and they learn. Sometimes. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We're just going to do two quick criminal or minimals. Griff? Uh Read receipts on texts. Criminal or minimal?
1: Oh, my best friend, Ben, who I text with all the time, has those on. It's helpful. Definitely. Um, I'm going to say criminal. Because like those, those moments where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, where I see that he's read it and he hasn't responded and like hours go by. It, it does like sit in my mind. I can't lie. Like, I'm like thinking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you responding? <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to say Criminal. Why would you want those on? I don't know. What do you think? Criminal or minimal?
0: Uh, My best friend Erin has them, but she, I, I can just tell when she hasn't seen a text for hours. Yeah. So in oh, her case, it works. I so I don't know. They're yeah. kind of criminal. They're wild.
1: They're wild. Yeah, I feel like it's just like a, a mind game. It's like a tiny little mind game. Especially mm. when you're, like, flirting with someone and they've read. This happens on Instagram, oh, too. Oof. Yeah. All right. Criminal or minimal? This one's really interesting, I thought. Asking someone how much their tattoo costs when they show you. Hmm.
0: I would say minimal. If mm. it's, like, your eighth question. But oh, leading. But leading with that is, like, gauche.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like be interested Whenever in the I've, art
0: I guess in the story I don't know.
1: yeah <laughs> so the eighth question you got to get to eight questions about it I guess for me because I, I always I'm, I'm curious about tattoos and they're so they can be really expensive so I, I'm always like oh I don't have one I'm really interested in getting one how much was that so it's more kind of like it just seems more informational for my eventual uh, like cherry pop of it versus yeah. like yeah because it can be gauche like I would never like Oh, that, um, that jacket looks really good on you. How much is it?
0: Mm. <laughs> it's like yeah, so like, weird. Is it, is it okay that I ask? I'm like interested in getting a t- Totally, totally.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <gasps> All right. Well, that's it for us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to dive into the world of the juiciest rivalries out there with my new show, Fierce Rivalries. I'm Delta Work, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kelsey Paget. We'll take you from heated battles over trivial things to bizarre fights that span generations,
0: uncovering the petty and dramatic sides of people who will stop at nothing to beat their opponents. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, listen to Fierce Rivalries on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.